everyone, welcome back to QSR Nation, your weekly source of food service marketing and business strategies for success. Here are your hosts, Josh, Beth, Tony, and Grant from the PFS Brands National Headquarters in Holt Summit, Missouri. Hey everybody, welcome back to QSR Nation. As always, we have Josh, Beth, and Tony here from the QSR Nation National Headquarters and PFS Branch National Headquarters in Holston, Missouri to talk about food service marketing and business strategies for success. Today, wow, yeah, that was a mouthful. <laughs> I know, I really struggled through that. Today, we are down one man. Grant is out doing some training, but he'll be back next week. Yeah, they found out that um, they tasted his cooking and they sent him a cooking yeah, class. Yeah, cooking <laughs> class. He needs it. So yeah. Today, uh, we're going to talk about email marketing and some of the pros and cons of it, um, whether it's still effective this day and age, and um, some some ways where you can really reach your consumer audience. So, Beth, take it away. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of email marketing. It really just depends on the business. So as to the frequency of what you're going to be sending your email marketing um, contacts to, also just the content. The content is king. Um, If you don't have original um, organic content that's actually going to attract your customers, there's going to be nothing that's going to be valuable to them as to why they would read something. Um, That's why you're going to be seeing a lot of your big box stores that are constantly sending out different promotions, um, sales codes, so that way they can actually go and drive people to their website to actually purchase items. Um, But depending on your business, whether it's just going to be in a more informative email marketing campaign or it's going to be for actual conversions of reading to sales, you need to figure out the frequency and how long um, people are going to be actually on your newsletter or whatever campaign it is to make sure it's going to be the most effective for you and you're spending your dollars wisely and you're also spending your time wisely when it comes to the um, employees that are generating and creating those campaigns. I mean, I, I agree to, you know, certain industries, I think it's still, you know, a very viable source, especially like in retail as they compete with you know, the Amazon of the world. Um, but, you know, some restaurants actually, I mean, can have some success, I think, in email marketing still with uh, strong offers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know, I, as usual, Beth and I sit on polar opposites of, of uh, things. I, I'm not as big a fan of email marketing today as I was maybe five years ago. I just think that there's so much that comes in. You know, I think that Beth hit really the key to the success is you've got to have that strong content. You've got to have that subject line that's going to make me want to open the email. But then you've got to have something really, you know, strong offer inside to make me actually click through and, and go. Uh, I've got a couple that I've, I, I look at for, it, you know, showing up in my inbox religiously. Um, and... So, I mean, I guess, like I said, there are other those industries I think it can be really strong in, and those are mainly retailers to me um, for your big box stores. But for a, a smaller restaurant, I think you, you've really got, you know, to kind of take what Beth said and really capture along that, that, that heavy piece of that super offer. I mean, to me, it's about loyalty and, and grabbing that consumer loyalty and having that engagement there where they're looking forward to that email. I mean, shoe carnival, because I have so many kids, I got like 75 of them, you know, <laughs> they get a ton of my money. So I'm always looking for the shoe carnival email because of the offers and stuff. And, and same way like with Dunham's, I, I like the, their coupon they send in there. So there are some of those things that you, know, you can create that loyalty with email marketing, but take best advice. You've got to have strong content in there and it can't just be fluff or people will quit opening the yeah. email. I also think too it comes down to frequency. You can't just send out a random coupon every three months. You know mm-hmm. it's got they got to know what it's coming and what to expect. If you're not, you're just gonna lose them. They'll forget they signed up for your newsletter or whatever your offer is. One restaurant that does it really well, in my opinion, is Longhorns. They, I mean, it's 
right away I know A, they're going to be introducing a new product or B, the next email I'm going to get is going to be offering a really sweet discount. So I'm going to make sure that I'm going to utilize that. But whenever you're in the restaurant, you always know everyone has basically their, their smartphones out there. They're being able to open it up and they're going to get a free appetizer or a free dessert. But their emails, they don't come out very often. But when you do get them, you know that's going to be something spectacular and it's going to be appetizing. Oh, get that. Nice segue. But they also use animation. <laughs> they use really cool effects to make sure that their emails are actually standing out among any other um, emails that you are getting. Because I know I get several different emails just because I like to subscribe to them and see. But there's going to be so many different locations that I'm never going to go to the location without a discount. Yeah. And that's unfortunate that that's kind of the mindset we've kind of turned to when it comes to consumer email marketing is that you have to offer something. Um, so just find that niche group that you know that you're going to be able to reach out to and introduce your products and then be able to offer them a great incentive for staying on board when it comes to su- or subscribing to your email. That was hard for you to concentrate since Tony's scrolling through his email. Well, yes. I'm actually looking in my promotional emails right now, and it's amazing. Um, you know, I've gotten, I don't know, maybe 50 different emails just since yesterday, you know, in promotional pieces. So that kind of just shows how people are competing for their attention so much. You know, I did have my Dunham's email in here, so we'll open that later. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, you've got to make sure you've got that strong offer. Like Beth said, I mean, she knows Longhorn has basically, you know, Train her to know that, hey, it's worth your time to open this Mm -hmm. email. So I think that having those really strong offers to those folks can help build that loyalty and make the email marketing campaign a success. It may be a little bit deeper discount or a higher reward. Uh, Maybe it's if you have a a loyalty rewards points system, maybe you're doubling the the points on with this coupon, this offer on this day or whatever. But I, I think that you have to do those things to make sure that people know it's worth their time to open it, engage with it, and then, of course, use it. Yeah, for sure. And I think one way to get them to open it is personalized subject lines, things like that. So you obviously be clicking their first name when you are clicking these email addresses. But when it comes down to that, make sure you're using data hygiene as well to make sure, like, the first name that they put in there isn't something bad. Or, you yeah. know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes people just fill those out with crazy things anyway. So go, be going through your data and making sure that's either completely removed or fix a misspelling or something. Exactly. Well, and also making sure that, I mean – you're not doing things like Mr. or Ms. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I've, I've gotten things before. I mean, I mean, with the name like Anthony, it's pretty clear to me that, you know, it mm. should be a male. But, yeah, I know you question mm-hmm. that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, mean, I get, you know, I get emails for um, Mrs. Pierce, and there isn't one. So, yeah. at, least, at least not in my life. There's I'm sure there's someone else was Mrs. Pierce. But, We're not getting you know, on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, you know, I mean, so just make sure that, you know, you're not using those uh, prefixes right. and stuff. I think the, that, that direct personalized piece. Well, you kind of think when you're getting an email that says, Dear Miss Oots or whatnot, I'm thinking, okay, the Prince of Arabia is now contacting me to send over $5 million. Because <laughs> it just, people don't utilize that kind of language and that formality anymore. Did you do it? Yeah, twice. I'm still waiting. I think that my Prince Charming is going to appear in my email inbox, and I'm really excited. So when that happens, I'm out, guys, because apparently I'm super rich. Um, Anything else you guys want to add on the subject? No, I I just think that, you know, be careful and be very strategic with email marketing. Uh, I think that it needs to be really well thought out, planned out. You need to take the time and, and make sure you have an actual strategy in place. Uh, because always I think you, you just burn uh, your list up if they just get fluff. They, yeah. they, they have enough of that coming in. Give them something that makes them excited to open up that email. Yep. I think one thing, a very good tip that just from the times that I've done email marketing is that 
if you're not exactly sure what all or the amount of pieces you're going to be trying to broadcast out there, start off with like a monthly digest and then you work your way up and kind of just go from there because if you are trying to send out an email daily or weekly, sometimes you're going to run out of content and you're not necessarily going to know what am I going to be talking about next week. And if you're going out there and then you're missing six to seven weeks, you're trying to build up for that content, figure out and build a content calendar because that's the most important thing that you can do. It's almost like trying to think of a marketing topic to talk about on a podcast once per Occasionally, week. Occasionally, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely find that frequency that works for you and your subscribers. Um, everybody, thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to the podcast at pfsbrands.com slash podcast if you have any questions reach to us reach out to us at qsr nation at pfsbrands.com um and i guess for everybody here at qsr nation grant will be back next week we'll talk to you then see ya today's episode is brought to you by blue taco it's the franchise your location needs for simply southwest goodness visit our website at thebluetaco.com and remember it's blu be sure to stop by next week for another episode of qsr nation and be sure to check us out online at pfsbrands.com forward slash podcast. <laughs>